Hello and welcome to Crit Happens, a show where the foes of many and hoes of few come together to play dr Dungeons and Dragons. Once again, my name is TJ and I'll be serving as our Dungeon Master with this table of broken dreams and promises. Now, it is my pleasure to welcome everyone back to Albastia. Last time, we picked up as, at the Uber Tavern as it was put under attack by the Warforged Army of Mages. The party then began to split apart as Wolf, Erlog, Rava, and Farin went into the Burning Tavern to search for survivors. Chuck, Lily, and Vulcan started trying to clear the debris and leave the tavern behind. In searching the tavern, the party then found Zatsang, Lauchen, and Wolf's youngest son, Floen, in the basement. Just as a second fireball hit the tavern. From there, Erlok and Wolf got the survivors out, and Erlok ran to aid the rest of the group in moving the unconscious Chuck. As that happened, a halfling dressed as a jester came through the door of the tavern and announced that he'd been with you all along. All of you knowing this, agreeing, and moving on, began to make your way upstairs, where, upon further investigation, Wolf and Wulumo located Rika, Wolf's wife, unconscious and covered under debris, and began to work on getting her out, just as Rava and Farin stumbled across the visage of King Hasatan, who swiftly hit the party with a surge of pain, and then told you all as he left, in his astral projection, to return what was once his. After recovering and narrowly avoiding dropping Rika, you all made it out to the University Square, where many of you tried to make an effort to save Rika. However, your efforts were found with no success, as she only came to for long enough to tell her husband goodbye without any words and leave him with a note. And now, as the party levels up, reaching level 5, prepares for what to do next, as well as addresses the halfling in the room. So, with a level up, uh, let's go ahead and start with Rava. The level in, in Wizard? In Wizard, yes. In Wizard? Cool. And roll a d6 for your hit points. Five. Alrighty. Anything... There we go. Anything else new? Alrighty. No, I don't think any of us get any ASIs or feats yet. I'm not sure what Lily is taking, and Chuck will not be leveling up. So, moving on down the row. Erlok! Is level in Sorcerer? Uh, Warlock, I mean. Yeah, it's what I meant. Warlock, sorry. Yeah. On drugs. Yeah, another another Warlock level. Will you roll a d8? I sure will. Three. Alright, you get to add three hit points. Uh... Then you answer any of the little, uh... The blue ones. The blue ones, if it has any. I only had one. There you go. Alrighty. Uh, I can choose a level 5 option on my Eldritch Invocations. Okay, cool. So that won't really come in, in, in into to, to play in this session now. So we can talk about that after we're done. You can figure out what your Invocation you want to take, because that's a long discussion. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll go ahead and pick one temporarily for now. Alrighty, so... Lock has moved to level five. Wolf. Taking a level in another level in barbarian. Righty. Would you roll a d12? Ten. Nice. You can add that to your uh, roll of hit points. And now I have an extra attack and fast movement. 
And uh, now is a good time to uh, introduce Cameron, who's playing Walumo, who is already a level 5. So, hey, Cam. Hi, it's me, Cam. Walumo, it's my life. Uh, what is your total hit points and what is your subclass? Oh, let's see. Total hit points, 33 hit points. Uh, subclass, let's see. I already forget. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. Let's see. I'm a I'm a I'm a bard, and I my college is College of Glamour. Awesome. Well, Farron is not leveling up either, as he is already level five. Uh, so yeah, so Lulamo is a halfling bard, College of Glamour, heavy feats. I got a couple. Let's see. Oh, do I have a couple? I think I have a couple. I think I got one. Yeah, I am currently holding the mobile feet. Awesome. Oh, you had two. Oh, with all that in mind, I believe our level up is complete. Uh, then you also want to go to your spells. I also wanted to say uh, I also had got to add another proficiency. Oh, okay. I put investigation for that. Awesome. And Arcana was my other one. Awesome. So spells. You see, you can add one more spell. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Uh, up to third level spell. So, as you all get back into your heads here. Uh, Rika has just passed. You just finished your conversation with Atlas. Well, now left here as the Warforges in the center. You watch all of them into sort of make a circle. There's about 15 of them circling up. They all put their arms out and teeth closing in the sky. They're just doing this rotation around the center fountain. All their chest cavities begin to open up and this beam of purple energy shoots out. Each other in the center, floating just above. This beam begins to radiate. What would you like to do? Fuck away from Right now, with 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 all of this. Yes, right now. It's important. You're, you're the boss, and I start walking towards that way. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. So, as you all, uh, is anybody like? Do anything other than begin to follow? I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, you all begin to walk towards the direction, the same direction as Baluma. Uh, walking along, you see now that people are in the streets holding their. You see, like, you walk past one house, and there's like this, this furball family. Uh, and there's this really beat up dude. He's got like very buff. Um, he's, he's like the bluish sort of uh, fur with red hair. He's got a gash down the center of his chest, and his, his wife is looking covered in soot, holding like this child his life was in her hands. Uh, continuing along, you see streets are covered in blood and ash and debris. Uh, the warforged that were once out wrecking the city are now all gathered in the center. Uh, and you all continue walking along these streets. It is terrifying. It is, it is something straight out of like, oh, or movie or something. 
Uh, no, 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 it's happy go lucky skipping down the road. Uh, he's not affected by all this. I'm not even thinking about Grand. Mm -hmm. At least Grand's safe. Exactly. Good thing you took care of that. As you're thinking that as you walk along, that was when you noticed that the pink tiefling has this little rabbit with, with antlers running along next to her. And uh, the, the draw woman now has a, a large owl on her shoulder. Hmm. Just uh, interesting details. Then eventually you all emerge into this marketplace square where there once was a statue of uh, King Hastakan. It is now broken on the ground. At least something alright with something. Yeah. Um, and then all the shops all around are, you know, in shambles and there's smoke coming from them. Uh, well, Luno, make a perception check. No. Ooh. One. Oh. Crit fail. Okay. Uh, the smoke all around you has you totally blinded. So you just start walking in the direction that you know the shop was. Okay. All of you watch as he still just like grab walks into the middle of the street and stands. <laughs> I get everyone to make a perception check. It's it's this way. Just trust me. Trust me. Trust me. He stands there, open on the floor. <laughs> Twenty total. Twenty total. Okay. Six. Six. Okay. So our 20 and our 18 here. But our six. <laughs> you see that one of the buildings, sort of in the direction of Willemo is looking, is this wooden building attached to many others, uh, or two others, I guess, really. There's a glass front, and the glass is shattered outward. And then there's a, a, a wooden door that's sort of open right now. You see just like red drapery blowing through the window. Uh, open cup. Like, Atlas, I think we're here. Oh. Of course, he doesn't answer what we need in the most. <laughs> <laughs> Never, not even Robert. I don't know. Atlas told us to sample Phil, so. Make another perception check. Okay. This is the best kind of place. It's gonna be another one. No way. Yeah. Okay, it's uh, 13. Cool. Uh, well, just starts fanning the air uh, frantically, <laughs> and the dust clears from around his face. Uh, and you now see Uncle Sh Uncle Phil's shop uh, in shambles, but not destroyed. Okay. All right. Good. Good. And I'm like, all right, everybody, this way. This way. I'll follow him in. Uh, the inside of this shop is very nice if it weren't partially burned. Uh, it's got this like red, sh red, red shag carpet. Uh, there's gold and red drapes all around, a very fine desk. Um, and see, currently, there's this back room area with a, a red satin chair. And there's a faint glimmer of an opening behind a curtain, the door open behind it. Uh, looking around, you hear some sound coming from that room. Uh, there's nothing there. Most likely, it'd be something through whatever that door is. We gotta go through that door. Maybe you want to lead the way on that? 
Yeah. I start shouting. I'm just like, Uncle Phil, Uncle Phil, we're here. Hello, Uncle Phil. Response. <laughs> I'm going to start yelling too and be like, this. It's me. Us. Uh, you hear from, as you're also standing in this, this photo room, uh, you hear like a slam. If metal something has been closed. Here, what was it? Oh shit. Coming from behind the door. Run towards the door. Oh. No. Are you gonna be saying anything? Did he he revealed himself? Oh, he's still whatever's behind this curtain is still behind it. Oh, oh, okay. He just called out. I was saying, is, it, is someone out there? Uh, it's it's me, Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, it's me, Walumo. <laughs> hear hush conversation, then hear Brighton, That's us. I'm like, all right, everybody, looks good. Come this way. I just keep walking <laughs> that way. <laughs> As you push the curtain out, you see a very long uh, metal like staircase, or not metal, cement staircase going down into a cellar. Nothing suspicious this way, just good old Uncle Phil, follow me. You smell the faint smell of tobacco. It, it smells like, like Uncle Phil. <laughs> uh, eventually, all of you make your way down, uh, and you see this sort of small... Um, Mostly cement room with like wooden accents. Like they've got wooden poles holding stuff up. Uh, there is this curtain all around that is uh, green, like a very like olive green on like silk sheets hanging around the walls. You see, there's a gold door on one end that or a wooden door with the gold framing and gold uh, detailing. Uh, there's a very long dinner table here in the center with a metal chest at the end that is currently clothed and latched. Uh, there is a dark-skinned man sitting at the head of the chair of the, the this, this, this table. Uh, he's wearing no shirt but a robe uh, that's like open about halfway down his, his chest. He's a bit plump. He's a halfling. He has black hair with spotted gray. Uh, and it does like the dad thing, you know, the the, the cul-de-sac head. Oh yeah. Um, he has uh, some like some of sideburns that turn into a, like a chin strap goatee. And he has a pipe in hand. As he comes down, his his black robe with red accents, he stands and... Umo. It's good hey. to see you, Uncle Phil. My dear friend. Come, come on, come on. I'm glad to see you made it through this. Yes, look. Here's here's my good friends. Good old long friends. We've had many travels. Uh, I introduce them one by one. Not by name, but by how they look. Okay. <laughs> I'm like this is uh, this is a green corpse guy. This is short, stubby, strong tattoo guy. Uh, this is, <laughs> and it kind of goes like that. Uh, also, in this room, you see this uh, sort of burly-looking uh, halfling, also dark skin. He's very like thick, and muscular, uh, and he's sort of. He, well, he wears this this leather vest that has like torn off sleeves, um, no tattoos or anything. He's just sort of like leaning up against the wall with a hammer next to him. 
He's not saying anything, he's just staring down all of you. He's totally shaven. Uh, there is also a halfling, or sorry, a goblin down here. Uh, a little bit older looking. Uh, you actually recognize him as the, the matron of the inn that you stayed in the night before, or a little more. And he's sort of like, he's the one that's sort of like hobbling over this chest and latching it. Uh, but neither of them are saying much to me. They're just here. Uh, there's also a lioness uh, sort of sleeping on this like raised rock in one corner. Uh, she's got a very fine coat. Uh, she's just sleeping away. Unfazed by the events above. Uncle Phil sits back down in his chair. I don't know if it's going to be something you get to see when we move on. Uh, the members of my family. He gestures towards all of them. Uh, maybe not that one, it points to the, the goblin. I'm like, mm -hmm. I know you. I've met you. He tells you, I saw you last night, so what? Uh, now, I didn't know. We were family. We were family this whole time. No, 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 we're not family, I like to show that was it. No, no, we're family, uh, I'd like a refund, you know, family discount, everything. What's, what's my name then? We don't need names, we're blood. He sets 20 gold on the counter. I, I, I pocket it. Nice. It's not what the argument gives shit anymore. He goes and sits down. Good. So, um, this is in gestures towards the, the halfling. Will, my son? And uh, he sort of raises a hand at you. Say much. Go back to this angry position. Will, this is. <laughs> God. Girl with uh, silver hair. This is. Screen dead guy. This is buff small man. This is ugly pink uh, demon. This is old man with a broken leg. Iron crispy Christian leg. And this is slim thick warforged. Yeah. But of course, Waluma, my, my dear friend, my, my son here. All of you, meet up the Kasanti family. That, for those of you taking notes, that's Q-U-E-S-A-N-T-I. And of course, our main, main uh, aide here, Dilomofo. It's just towards the goblin. Oh my god. Wait, what? Well, <laughs> it is Dilomofo. Okay. No. <laughs> Pretty great. Whoa. He's got his hands in everywhere. You don't understand. The fact he's a goblin is even better. Oh, yeah. It's, he's named after Willem Dafoe, but he's just Norman Osborn. <laughs> I can believe it. That's hilarious. As he introduces everyone. So, um, what's going on above? Any, any great news? Any fantastic tales? Anything... Worth mentioning. I almost died rescuing people from the tavern up there earlier. Oh. Many other people actually did that. Oh, it's kind of sad. Ma, it's the most recent, most, the freshest memory in my head of 
great adventure we had. Ten. That's at least the uh, twenty warforged up there. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, you know. Founded by the university. Team. You are well out there. That's warforged. You think they're here? Uh, no, of course not. We uh, were in the cover of the smoke. Why? Why'd you come here? Oh yeah, uh, my good friend. Uh, I'd start gesturing towards. Um, uh, what's oh, what's your character name again? Rava. Oh yes, 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 Rava. And I'm like, uh, she's the one who wanted to see you, actually. Oh, I know you. A good friend of mine supposedly knows you. Oh, Paul, uh, high elf, black hair, green eyes. Oh, don't forget about Atlas. Oh, this is top horse. Oh, bad dark hair. I recognize him by the description I gave. Oh, I'm into the place like this. I'm happy to paint him. That's that's fair. And he told me to meet him here. Oh, he's coming! Oh, and he smacks—he smacks the goblin on the back of the head. He is gorgeous. I was friends. Uh... Oh. Business. Business. Oh, we're actually getting ready to leave. Um, so I just wait for him and then see what. What are you doing? Like, what? What are, what are your friends? What, are, what is your group's purpose? Oh yeah, you know we're we're super cool. Uh, we kick butt. We steal treasure. We're just we're just a awesome group. Where's your grandmother? Oh yeah, she's uh uh <laughs> oh did I write his name down? Oh yeah, uh she's 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 chilling with uh, old man Nelson. Oh, that's fair. He's a well-known good farmer, so. Sure, I mean. Um, more along the lines of, like, in, in life, what are your goals? Uh, you know, just the huge. Uh, <laughs> we're here to money make money. <laughs> I can provide, well, I mean, if you're here for money, sex and money, I can provide two of those things. <laughs> That's all I have to mind. Oh. That's a family. Sex and money, I can handle that. We'll take it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little shady, you know? We've been some lines crossed and we just. You're gonna erase it from the line, and it's not really quite. Uncle thing. Uncle. <laughs> Sons and daughters, let's not worry about them. Comments of of what exactly may or not be okay. That was the kid. Are you there? Uh, Uncle Phil? Stay there. As uh, you finish your conversation with Atlas, Uncle Phil sort of stands and I would say none of you seem to like be comfortable here. Do you not know who I am? Of 
None of you have heard of the Kasanti family. Pretty sure I have. Okay. I'll just tell them who we are. Well, I mean, I've just heard of you. I don't really know who you are. <laughs> you're an One comes hobbling back in from the other room. Tell them who we are. Dylan clears his throat and climbs up onto the onto the table. But Cam, you're still here, right? Yeah, I'm still here. We don't see your face. I'm just making sure that you're there. Uh, so he stands on the table and clears his throat. He pulls a a lyre out from from his back. Begins to play a, a tune. I'm not going to sing it to you. Uh, in the tune, he explains basically that the Cassanti family is the oldest living family in all of uh, Albastia, supposedly. Uh, or at least he, he doesn't say supposedly, but he says that. The oldest living family uh, started first by the great Philip Cassanti. They've slowly been removing letters over time until they get down to Phil Cassanti. Um, they are somewhat of a, an enterprise and a staple. Uh, they involved in most business uh they're involved in most politics and there's never been a foe that said no to them uh, their power their money their sex their criminals they are chaotic uh, they're very much like the mob uh, and uncle phil is in charge of it all uh, they've got their foot into most major cities on the continent and have be, and are partially into industrial, uh, with the thoughts of moving to Viridia eventually, whenever the you know crisis clears up over there. The feral teeth like stop killing everyone. As it ends, Dylan sort of like stomps the ground and puts his arms out to both sides and then folds in. Something like that. Okay. Let's clear it up. He sings how he talks. He's like. Yeah, the Kisantis, you know. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just, you know. It, it, is it good? It, is the song good? Uh, the writing's bad, but the singing's good. <laughs> he doesn't even rhyme once, and that's kind of weird. And he, he broke down into like, this weird, like, you know, uh, Lynn Manuel kind of rap in the middle. Stop. It didn't really flow right. Stop. <laughs> Like, it didn't oh, work God. at all. What? Like, doesn't work at all. Like, not even a good rap. Uh, his flow is just not good. <laughs> does, it, does it rhyme? Does the rap uh, at least rhyme? The, the rap does not rhyme, no. no. It's, mostly, <laughs> it's, it's informational. They can touch him here, and they, you know. It's just bad. <laughs> so it, it, it's like the pokey rap. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But good. The song is good. It was an enjoyable experience. It lasted like ten minutes. Uh, it was good. It's a ten-minute song. Yeah. The whole time, Uncle Phil just sits there watching and smiling and sucking on his bike. Will has not moved. Uh, and then, as soon as, as you all finish clapping, you hear like a, a faint like growl as the lioness stands and begins to climb onto the table. What the fuck? Walks towards Dylan, Dylan, powers down and 
down on the feet next to the other one pet the lion is oh shit you're gonna reach out and try to touch it yeah i'll do it he ain't gonna have oh shit one of my best i don't know this side of the horse so we can move away from that yeah 15. search i hate this okay. reach out and you kind of like rub your hand on the lion as it's very soft and it does Jerk his head towards you, like, a little bit. So fucking kill me. <laughs> kind of, like, looks you up and down and continues walking towards Uncle Phil. He climbs down onto the ground and sits next to him and just sort of, like, purrs into his lap. So, uh, any questions about my family or me or anything? Just sort of, like, sets his pipe. Alice does come jolting down the stairs. Uh, he's covered in dust and ash, and he's got some gashes. And oh, aren't them? So, uh, Phil, nice to see you. And he sort of walks over and gives him a little, like, tiny hug. And he pecks her on the head. Ira, nice to see you as well. Sits down at the opposite end of the table. And so, what uh, force are gone? Of them, I hopefully uh, remove them. Um, so I don't know. Um, don't know why they were sent or who they were sent for. Any of you have any ideas? Wait, who were they sent by? Well, the assumption could be Hazatan because. They're his. And like the purple shit coming out of them too. I saw him. Oh, that would be good to know like when you first talk they maybe. Aaron and I walked into a room in the tavern and he was astral. We saw his astral projection. The power word pain, like everyone. Oh. oh. He said You all do look pretty fucked up, yeah. He said basically don't fuck with my shit or change that. Something like that. Or give me back something. What did he say? Return what was once mine. Ah, he said, return what was once mine. He sort of looks around and then looks straight to Lily. Yeah, I was going to say. That seems like who that was supposed to be. It means that the, that the truth is out now. We know that she's the daughter of... Zatan. He looks around and realizes this is news to everyone else. Oh, uh, uh, Phil just sort of like looks around and looks to Waluma. And, oh, did you know you're the daughter of the king in here? Yes, of course. The whole time, I, uh, you know, we go way back. I question your sanity, man. You know, I'm. <laughs> you know, that's that's the Kisante. Uh, the what? How do you pronounce it? Kisante way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, was your plans to the test? Yes. I mean, for me, first. So, where's the car? I'm going to be honest, I'm not too sure. I'm just blowing up in that big, massive wreckage of fireball shit next. It is my Vulcan looks down at the table and 
Oh shit. We parked the car in front of the damn tavern. I, I kind of assumed it was blown up and all that fireball mess. And I'm sorry, your daddy's gonna fucking kill us. And he sits back. Alright, looks at you. Be with your fire. You love that thing more than you love me. Probably. Alright, well. No more cars. The horses. Where are the horses? I can. Is it? Where's the other car? Does that also does that? Yes. We're back at square one with no. And all of our fate to trick. Dora's looking that way. <laughs> uh, and, and my Uncle Phil looks up in your car? Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, sucks. That would probably blow up too, actually. Luma, are you, like, the leader of these people? Do you just run with them? Uh, who is the who is the point person I should interact with if I want to make a deal? Oh yeah, our our top leader. Yeah, it's that one right there. I point over there at uh, Rava. <laughs> I think we all work as a democracy, actually. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. You know. And we'll all. All right. Are there any others of you I should know about? Is there Atlas, any of the other? Nice. Any of your other friends there? Atlas sort of shakes his head. Oh, I sent the remaining members of the floor to blow off. Uh, to Orvin. Which at this point is just trainee Zatza and Lachin. Trainee being Zenny, but I don't know how that's going to go. She might come back like in a relationship with two of them. Dead. I should like not like her. Yeah, if he doesn't like me, he won't like her. Oh yeah, because you're so fucking like him. Oh. I'd say you should continue with the plan as, as, as scheduled, and I'll go back to the tower. That sounds like good. nothing happened, right? Something definitely happened, though. Oh, your family—they're all. It's all right. Only flowing. Something did happen here. I was I, I was bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And like, maybe we should take a moment to discuss this next time rather than just trying to play the whole. Means there's still your son to deal with, and okay, I was gonna to move on and need to find transportation, whether by making a deal with my friend here or purchasing more horses, I guess. Have fun with it. I'll be in the tower. He stands and turns. Is there anything else you need? Wolf has like 
30,000 gold that I gave him. Walks away. I got the staircase. Something's always nice to see you. Continues out. So, this point, uh, the previous plan was to spend a few days hanging with both family and doing some shopping in, in San Ross. I'm doing the bare minimum. See an atlas. <laughs> and then was to move on and go to um, through Orvin into uh, eventually Umagrun. Your plan is to try to see the deity of Arcane. Uh, 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 it could still go the same way, but you need to deal with some stuff, I think, in the meantime. How are you going to get there? What are you going to do with the baby? What are you going to do with the other baby being Chuck? Um, and make sure that's still the plan that you want to go forward with. So, uh, Uncle Phil stands and, well, um, I'll leave this space for a while to discuss things. I do have deals for you. I have options. If you want to hear them, simply I'll go this door and I'll come talk about them. I'll give you the room. And he points to Will and points out. Points to, to Willem and Dillon. And they both walk out back to the other room. The party is left alone. Sarah looks at all of you. Well, I'm left with those that are here, and thank you to Willem. Willem, Willem, what was it? Yeah, you know, I've been here the whole time, and you don't even know my name. What's up with that? What's. Sorry, I introduced all the character traits, not the names. Hey, you know, uh, I'm beyond names, so, you know, it's okay. Well, um, how are you doing? Not well. Uh, I, I think that is pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it would be, I, I wouldn't want it on myself, so. Um. What do you want to do with your, uh, going there? I guess I, I have no choice but to leave him with, with Atlas. That's oh, fucking terrifying. terrifying. Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I know a good place he can go. Make some good, honest work. Where's that? We can go see old man Nelson. Our friend Phil did say something about he's a very well-known goat farmer, so... Very safe. Very safe. I don't grow up a farmer's life, if that's something I'm alright with. I mean, he's got a few years left before he can leave the nest anyways. I mean, the, it's an honest life, but I don't know how someone described as old man can keep him safe. 
he's oh, very strong. Very strong. At least investigating and seeing what he's all about. We've heard about him so many times in the last five minutes. Be eleven. Maybe he'll maybe he'll take one to marry him, Wolf. I mean, oh, yeah, he's, he's been very powerful. Very powerful. You can check that out for sure. Transport. Anyone feel like walking? Hundred miles. No. Oh. I mean, we can talk. He said he had a car, so. Just talk him into that. Yeah. See if he has an offer. He said he has offers, plural. So I don't know what else he could offer us. What's our what's our, what's our bottom of the line spending limit? I mean, we have how much gold do we have left there, both? I mean, we we have the the thirty thousand that Atlas gave me, and I should also mention I have a lot of gold too. I need to find it. Sorry, I need to I need to relearn this. Where's inventory? Is where you're gonna go? Where's that? Uh, is where your spells are. It should be in that same. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I forgot about this whole area. Oh, I uh, never mind. What you got? Ninety-five. <laughs> I thought I started off with a lot, but I don't know. I think you bought some stuff. Or... You bought a lot of stuff, yeah. Oh. But... oh, no, I have 100 platinum. That's what it is. Oh, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a thousand. Yeah. Uh, Lily offers her gold. Here she has. How much? Chuck has in the parties. Yeah. What? Chuck looks up at all of you. I think I might not want to go on. <laughs> Chuck's been just. I know, like he's literally like he's like. I mean, he is dead now, but he's like Prince Philip before he died. Gun, I. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm able to breathe. Uh, and he reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out a naked photo of a very old woman. Uh. <laughs> this a fine piece of act is waiting for me. I think all you can do is breathe. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. I still have. I still have Charles. And I'm just like, it's okay. Just take, just take Charles. That's all gonna be okay. She's kind of afraid of puppets, so I don't have sex with this woman. If you ever need anything, I'll be in Clifton. Um, bring water. Uh, here, and he, he hands you back, Charles. Just remember me by. I know that he brought you great pleasure. He. <laughs> Last misgender. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks, Chuck. I um, I don't really know what to say, honestly. Um, I'm just taking word that I. Hi, Chuck. Sort of like put his hand into your hair. <laughs> he puts his other hand on your other side. 
Rika did like when she died, so it feels maybe a little bit more emotional. Kind of quietly to you. I'm just like grabbing his hands and like pulling them off of my head. And do that again. Just <laughs> lay there and die quietly now. <laughs> and he stands and he grabs a, a stick that he'd been dragging along the whole time, his staff. He smacks it on the ground. Stop. Stop. Nothing happens. Oh. He writes himself and Well, my friends, never forget your faces. Probably will. And he starts backwards walking up the stairs. Looking <laughs> down at all of you. And vanishes behind the curtain. Wow, what a what a crazy man. Lily's just like staring blankly, like I'm gonna go over to the curtain and like pull it back a bit to make sure he's not just bullshitting. <laughs> oh, good thing! Hey, good thing I made investigation one of my proficiencies. Got to roll like ass, and I rolled like ass, so I, that's a nine. Uh, outside, you see currently there are like soldiers. Collecting corpses and putting them into carts and bring it to dead, basically. Uh, I swear you can see Chuck sitting on the back of one of those carts. <laughs> He's outside, sitting on one, sitting on a cart out there. Full of dead people. Full of dead people. A crazy man. He's not dead. Oh, he didn't see the body. Almost died. <laughs> yeah, he almost died. He was down to zero hit points and he got brought up brought back up to, to one when Lily used all her spell slots. <laughs> Lily saved Chuck instead of Rika. <laughs> That's <laughs> hopefully uh Wolf's not too angry about that one. <laughs> I mean she she was more available to to heal chuck since he was outside and she was also outside that's true oh came back to the table the fair and looks around it well that was outside at all <laughs> expected to see more waterworks what right Laughter. Oh, it was, it was a joke. If maybe we would have helped him regain his sanity, I would be a little more sad. But no, he just never took the first opportunity to get on the train and get the hell out of there. Stop dropping. Hey, I got this. You say pretty accurate. Um, should we call back Uncle Phil? Appreciate. See what he has to offer us. Yes. Oh, shit. I don't want to say his name, but I don't really want to do one thing. I'm going to go to that door. I'm going to do a little knock. You're like hushed, like scrambling. <laughs> door creaks. <laughs> door creaks open. You see him standing there regularly. Yes. Oh. What do you have to offer? Oh, and he gestures to the 
And all three of them come walking out. They sit down at the table with Matthew Mule. Oh. Oh, it's all free. In a car, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. Gonna see if it's not ruined. Okay. Also, have carriages and horses. I will take some light work in return. Work? Sure. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Monetary. I mean, I can sell them to you, but I mean, the car would sell for probably a thousand platinum. Times like three. No, no less than thirty-five thousand gold for them. Uh, and then there's the carriages I could sell for probably thirty-two thousand. And there's also the option free. Work. What kind of work? One a delivery, and for the other delivery. Don't necessarily have the time to make deliveries. You said something about I wasn't in here about going to Ulgos. Uh, <laughs> a very good perception, dear. Going to Ulgos, right? Yes. On the same road is Orphan. Yes. I mean, they dropped off there. Is it just one thing? What? Few things. Are these illegal things? Fine, illegal. For me, no. Oh, so that means they're definitely illegal. Yeah. Oh, those. What about those? You can trust me. He's experienced my work. He knows what I'm capable of. Take his word as signature of justice and law. Yeah, definitely. This guy, he's legit. He's legit. It's Uncle Phil. Well, what do you guys think? I mean, I don't really see any other options that we have at the moment, so... Free or... You think about criminal, by the way, or illegal. And do you not members the Forgotten Below, the reason the city was just attacked? Are you raised? about law and the guarantee. I'll call a card real quick. So, so listen. Let's, let me just ask the one question. Is what we're having to deliver something that will get yet another group of people on our backs? Oh? There's another. Thank you, another. You work hard with it, but you're very talented people. Let me know what this thing is. Let me which thing you're going to be taking for us. And would, would you be expecting us to bring this back at some point? Should I get delivery? No, the whatever transportation. Oh, the, the vehicle. I'd say that. So long as I know it's in good hands with my young boy Willemo, then I'm fine with it. I think it works out then. Really? This one's bigger. <laughs> she said. <laughs> I mean, really, the 
heart is a little bigger because there's an open back. But the car is much faster. Uh, I wouldn't have to stop because. I don't know what you were driving before, but this is top of the line, really. Did you see it before we make this deal? Solid knowledge you're going to take the deal first, though. You're not trying to like come in here and undercut me by my competitors. I'd like to see what we're working with. Which we should check. I'll say it sounds like we're trying, we're getting swindled. Yeah. Swindled. Good word. Uncle Phil. He's, He's so trustworthy. I think so. What'd you say? Thank you. Hey. Right, I suppose. Only the connection to the world. Can I find it? Doesn't mean I do. And the goblin is crawling from the back room. It's there. Get to the car. Run away, sir. Follow me, folks. He walks through the back door of the room. I'll follow him through a series of tunnels. Uh, dark and damp and a little bit drippy. A drippy, drippy. 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 There's some dripping, some dripping water. It is kind of funny colored. <laughs> like Portalis water colored. Oh, no. Disgusting. Yeah, there's definitely arsenic in there, water too. But <laughs> <laughs> after an hour of walking, walking these tunnels, uh, with no other doors or exits, uh, you come into a very large uh, like, block of empty space. Uh, and you see, in here, there are five or six vehicles about the same design. Um, they are lower sitting than the last one you had, uh, and a little bit sleeker. Uh, they've got a different like body style to them, and they're about the same length. Looking at it, there's three sets of doors. There's the main door, a door for the middle three seats, and a door for the back three seats. So this is a nine-seater as well. And it has a small little, like, compartment in the back behind the last three seats. This is essentially like excursion, like sleek and lower. Uh, it is far beyond the technology you should be capable of, but you can kind of tell that it's just because they built it. The body is what's doing all of this, not so much the engine. As when he starts it up, it runs the same way that the other one did. It's still loud, still sounds kind of jittery, and you know, <laughs> it doesn't quite make sense. And so, uh, Dylan sort of gestures to it. We can go. A film mobile. <laughs> also, if you want to take this, you can change it to the name, whatever you want. We really care about that. And then, and he switches a finger and points to the other corner. And you see a large cart, uh, similar to the one you guys had before, uh, with a couple of stalls and horses next to it. It's a little bit bigger. It's covered all the way around. It's a little, like, folding back end. Um, that's the end of the chuck wagon era kind of cart. 
So this is what we have to offer you. How many horses need to pull that cart? Four. Don't think about making it five. How, how how many goats? Eight. No more than eight, though. You take like you know gas. Or the power of song. Oh. I think we have, we have a bar. I was like, by song. It was, it was honestly just a joke. It's more oh. like a, I'm quite a funny guy, I know. Call me Mushroom, because I'm a funny guy. Anyway, <laughs> 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 so, what do I be? I don't know. I think gas would be a pretty big problem for the car. That's true. It is fast, but gas. But gas. That's the. That's the. I don't know. That's the main factor for me. Where would we get gas? Yeah. Yeah, the last vehicle y'all had came with a decent amount of gas. This car's pretty big too. Is this one full of gas currently? Uh, make a perception check. Mm -hmm. Investigation check, rather. Sixteen. Uh, the needle is somewhere between three quarter tank and half. How far would that take us? Like ballpark. There's, no, there's really no telling, um, especially because of the different vehicle with different aerodynamics, and you guys have only driven one. There's, there's no math to back it right now. Uh, I think I'm going to make an offer for you here. How about you let us take both the cart and the car and we'll deliver double whatever you want us to deliver. So that way we can use I don't know. I honestly just want both. Think about it. <laughs> you know the car runs out of gas? We still have the cart. We get, we get more gas, we can store it on the cart. Okay, walks over to the car and leans into it. Oh, it's a mighty fine piece of machine here. I did he walks it. Okay. I'm going to ask uh, Dylan, do you guys have any gas? Or where do you guys get your gas? Oh. I don't know if I'm literally to tell you that. Uh, no, I can family now. Of course I can tell you. Uh, we mostly just milk uh, the gas from the ground. 
Would you guys be willing to add gas to this? Fill the tank, sure. And is there any other way that we would be able to take gas with us? Oh, that's just, you're just asking for a lot. Yeah. We gotta make sure that we can get back, get this back, this fine piece of machinery back. Uh, <laughs> and add it. Well, can walk over here. Don't touch my fucking car. Put my hand on it again. You hear the cocking of a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm getting cock. <laughs> Let's return back to the boss. He really does all these main negotiations. I'm just sort of here to just to tell you what it looks like. I'm just a girl with the flags. Is all. That's all that I am. Follow me then. And he points back down the hallway. Well, then follow for another hour walking through. Eventually finding yourselves back in the presence of Uncle Phil and uh, Nira and, and Will. All right, then. So, let's be, folks. Um, you just want a way for us to get as much gas as we possibly can so that way if we do take the car we don't run out of gas and can't travel anymore. Uh. Well I suppose we could go over a, 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 a can of gas. How much would a can be? Up or to fill it once. And would you be able to fill it before we leave? Yeah. I'm gonna need you to take a little bit more of my product. That's the wrong voice. <laughs> I need to take a little bit more of my product. Well, think about Dylan. That's fine, but could could possibly know what this product is now. Uh, I, I listen, listen, Phil. I I think we're all very close to cons- to accepting <laughs> your deal. This is just the last. All right, all right. Hello. That's Dylan. That's Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> he is you. <laughs> He's thinking. That's such a kiss ass. I swear. He turns around. It's gonna be a knock or something, boss. Don't like. You know. We didn't have the literal princess here. I'd say he wasn't not. And uh, he sort of uh, Phil sort of looks around and he's just fine, Sean. Um, don't take them back to it. And he stands and cracks his knuckles and grabs his massive hammer. And, Swings it over his head and sets it onto his shoulder. Hold on me. He points towards the bag where they once were. As you all follow, he's in a short set of tunnels. There's a door and he stops at it. All right, cover your ears. All of you cover? Yeah. Yes. Knocks. You can see very clearly he doesn't take a cover of your eyes. Dot, dot, dot. Just three knocks. 
He turns around and gives you all a thumbs up. Door opens and you see another bald uh, figure. Uh, human. He's uh, slightly lighter skinned. Uh, he's much taller. Very broad chest. Very, very buff as well. Oh, hey. Will, what brings you here? Will, I'm here to bring these guys. They're here to see the product movie to Orbit. Sure. He opens the door and it swings open and See now that he's wearing these like uh, greenish, like olive green uh, cargo pants. He's wearing a, a, t- a khaki uh, button-up shirt that cuts off at, the, at his buff sleeves. He has some tattoos though, unlike, unlike Will. Uh, I'll fill you around. Everyone, as you enter, go ahead and make a perception check. Four. Oh. Damn, four. Was it? Four. Okay. And Willemo? Six. Nice. Erlock. Uh, 20 total. And Rava. 16. Looking around in here, you see that it's a very large, like, uh, rows and rows of stuff. Uh, most of it is caged off one way or the other. And he walks you down the hall. As you walk down, it's like a center hallway between cages. Uh, you see cage with animals in it. There's a cage with uh, like items, like magic, like weapons in it. And there's another cage with some clothing in it. One that has like just gems piled high. One that has gold and, and other forms of monies. Uh, then he stops. He turns and. Well, what are they taking exactly? Uh, did they go deal number one or deal number two? Will. Um. Boss says do both. Okay. He opens up one cage and pressures for you all to enter. Enter. Okay. Where a lot goes in, Rava. Both you going in? Yeah. Willemo? Yeah. Uh, and this large figure follows you in as well, and uh, he pulls it closed behind him and locks it. Will leaves at this point. All right, so we might as well get comfortable. I'm DJ. Nice to meet y'all. Y'all. <laughs> DJ. DJ Cassanti. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And at this point, you all notice he looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I've been working here for a very short amount of time, and it's amazing that I'm already the archivist. But here we go. He walks up to a, one of the like closets in this area, opens it up, and you just see like this intense full room of bright, like bluish lights uh, with Tables and tables of this green plant growing on it. Nice. Uh, it is a Schweed room. Uh, which all of you... Uh, I don't know if Willem has experience with, with Schweed, but I know the rest of you have experience with Schweed at this point, thanks to Chuck. <laughs> I don't think Chuck helped us out. Yeah. Uh, like, this is probably the biggest Schweed room in all of Finarfeig. 
Uh, we need you guys to ship, and he turns over to three crates. These three crates to our place in Orphan. So three, how large are these crates? Uh, they're like... They could like how much sweet is in them? Oh, um... Oh, okay, so the, each crate's holding roughly... We, 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 we don't like to really go with numbers here, but us says to call each crate roughly 250 pounds. Uh, that's not gonna have a, that's not gonna have a problem with the car, is it? Oh no, the cars are built with this extra special like suspension system. It's iron. they're meant for this then. Yeah, they're mule cars. There's three crates. Wait, we've got almost a thousand pounds. Sweet, right? And then there's one more item. So this is the extra that we have to do. This is the main. The extra is across the hall. Okay. Uh, all right. And he, he walks out and uh, opens the gate for you all to exit. We'll leave and he shuts it and locks it back up and opens up the adjacent one and we all walk in and Right now, this. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's kind of weird. He opens up another uh, uh, wardrobe. It's not like a room, this one. This one's just this, like a wardrobe is normal. And currently, sitting in there, you see a couple of different things. You see uh, uh, like a, a cage with an owl in it. You see a little like stuffed teddy bear. Then you see a uh, like a, a book that says Hassani Nobles. And you in behind the wardrobe and kind of pull on the light curtain. And you see sitting, uh, sort of like in, in this like extra cage of the bed, is a blue-skinned tiefling boy. Very young, uh, probably maybe ten years old. Who? It's the other bit of cargo. Who is that? That? Uh, well, none of you know who this is? These Marines don't know who it is. These Marines don't. Do you really want to know? I really do. You want to know? It's... I think I want to know as well. No. Small guys. Not like, you, you don't want to know who this is, right? We, we want to know who it is. Come on, family man, come on. Yeah, he's, you know, a blue kid. He's, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. I know him. We go way back. We go way back? <laughs> okay, hold on one second. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, his name's Tifa. What? His name's Tifa. Tifa on TT. Does he acknowledge whenever he opens his? He's looking at He doesn't seem to be like in pain or upset or anything. He's just sort of sitting. Why? Why is he here? Oh, ah, uh, it's really my place. He recently sort of like excommunicated a member of the family that went. A, they got. Family faces first trouble in a while. Uh, and so 
Oh. The Gazanti family's been around for a long time. So whenever we... We... This is like perfect mobster sad story music. Uh, we sort of just talk about what we were going to do to avoid anything bad. And so, you know, well, it's coming bad because since the town's kind of becoming more evil than we anticipated him to be. And this one guy, uh, his name's Freddy, he's a lizard folk, he kidnapped his son. Oh! I was going to say. Uh, so, when he sort of cut Freddy off, now we have to get his son back somehow. Well, well. <laughs> that might be why he attacked, actually. Oh! So, he was more so... Him, not her. Maybe both. Return to what once was mine. I said that to you. But... I didn't know about him. <laughs> you must have thought it was us. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, you know, ring the doorbell, leave him in a box or something. See, I don't think Boss cares what you do. He just cuts him out of our house. I'm gonna look at the kid and smile or wave at him. He looks even smiles very toothy, kind of ways back. Hi. Look at Lily and see if she is unfazed. She doesn't recognize this kid. She's kind of like pale faced, but. We have both of his damn. Unless he has more! To be fair, uh, I think she shared it, but maybe not. Uh, Lily was gone before yeah. Bella was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has no base on what he might be. She's sort of just like pale faced. She's sort of just like inquisitive and. She just approached the cage and like put her head up to it and look at him and says something in a language uh, I don't think any of you speak. No. Okay. You speak Assault? Assault? I think I do. I do. I was gonna say, I know yeah, I do. Knows. I don't think Willemo does. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says um, something along the lines of like Essentially, are we family? And the boy looks at her and doesn't respond. And she says, uh, We're going to be the greatest mage ever. No. And he turns and smiles and he's... she's like, This might be my dad. Thanks. He just sort of like looked back at his little book he was reading and and he was That's cool. he's a little more dangerous than he is. He's really just oh. kind of adorable, yeah. Why do you keep him in the cage still? It's just the case. Mm-hmm. Also the bars and the gate, he might be able to squeeze through and Oh yeah. The last thing you want is the king's stolen son loose in your house. That's fair. <clears throat> yeah, take him. Take the drugs. Cool. We don't really have any other option. Okay. Sounds like we have a deal. 
All right, then you can use the boss and help finish up anything else. I'll get these guys ready to go. At this point, a Dillon comes walking in the hall. Do you go back or what? All right, come on! He starts like running down the hall. What the fuck? He's like got his arms like. That's gross. Gathering back up around the table, uh, Boss Hog uh, pulls out this long ledger and opens up a book on top of it. Titan, so what we have is a deal for uh, you to return Ivan Hasatan and 750 pounds of Schween, my base in Orvent, Tikva to the castle somehow. You, know, you look like his friend, uh, so maybe you can talk, maybe you know him somehow. Uh, so, and then, maybe, no, after that's done, I, then you are free to take my stuff to the, to the, to my, my, my operation center, which is the Shady Settler's Tavern. Hello, uh, talk to Junior, he's one of my family members. It has settled, I'll have lodging as long as, whenever you need it, just tell him you're taking the, the orgy room. Know what it means. Um, keep my son Willemo safe. That's important to me. He's important to me. I'll do. Um, oh, you're taking the kid to the old man, right? Um. Well, I suppose all you're doing for me, I owe you. So. You can have both the car and the cart. Don't express to me how he thought felt deeply for all of you and agreed to comply. Appreciate it. Can we also have a couple pounds of that Schweed? <laughs> <laughs> so it isn't a fine science how many pounds are in the are in the, the, the containers. So I say about two fifty, but if it happened to be two twenty. One of them, you know, I wouldn't know what to say. Gotcha. <laughs> I think that I think that's oh, interesting. Our bounty hunters looking for the kids, so I assumed as much. The king has eyes on everybody, so I assumed they. I assumed he would have eyes out for his own son. Love steps forward, opens up his shirt, and shows you his chest. See this? And he points at a little, like a little red bump on his chest. This was an arrow from one of the bodyguards. You know, uh, bounty hunters. How'd you survive that? Will of the gods. Seems like. Don't worry. You want to get on this deal? Anything else? <laughs> get over there I, I'm funny because we can't see your face we just see the, the loading time oh it's so funny <laughs> this whole time I'm like oh Karen's having fun because I can't tell if he is yeah no it's oh my goodness hilarious yeah okay so getting back into it uh, Uncle Phil looks at all of you do as well and I'll be willing to let you all be a part of my family officially. I'd like nothing more. I 
think that becoming a member of the Kasati family, changing your last name slowly, it would be something that really mean a lot to me. You could make yourselves known. You get everything you want. You know, we talk about nobility. You know who's not noble? Kasantis. You know we don't need fucking nobility. All right. I cast magic in the square when I want to cast magic. You know who fucks with me? Not one. Why is he Joe Pesci? What'd you say? Why is he Joe Pesci? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. But also, cross me, I will cut your balls off instead of the Dillon. Nira, Nira does not eat testicles. <laughs> Dillon's like. Dillon's like. I knew he was a ball eater. So he snaps his fingers and the pen appears in his hands, a quill. And he signs his name in the line. Who's next? I'll go. Well, Thayron grabs it from right in front of you before you grab it and signs his name in the line. And then passes it to you. Uh, Uncle Phil looks over. Longst! No. I know your daddy. I'll write my name. Yeah. Come on. I'll write it next. Give it to little. Give it another dip in the There is no ink and it never runs out. Oh, oh yeah, he put it, he summoned that shit. He summoned it. I'm gonna, uh, give, I'm gonna give it a lick anyway. Okay, you, you like, you taste, uh, like, iron and, like, uh, like, you know what ink tastes like. You taste ink. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll sign my name. Okay. Who's next? I'm, I'm gonna... Just take it, and I'm going to read it. Okay. Make an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, should somebody have actually read this shit? <laughs> no. Eight. Uh, There's a lot of words here. Balsamic vinegar. That's a big word for a wolf. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so, there are there are like four clauses, uh, and most of it's verbatim what he said. The very end says, "If this is or, uh, when this job is completed, I will legally make them my sons and daughters," uh, which is the only thing he didn't necessarily say was going to happen. He said could happen. Uh, he also said, "I vow to protect them with my life," and by that I mean Dillon's life. <laughs> so. If we do this, we do we do have to legally change our name. No, no, I'm just saying I will legally make it happen as long as you don't fight me on it. Uh, okay, I'll sign it. Hey, appreciate it. Lumo, I assume you're right on board with this. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to sign it, you know. My name, it's already Willumo Casante. Easy. <laughs> oh my god. So, all of those signs, and you all are now bound to the Santi family mafia. That's what we'll pick up next week. Well, starts unstitching his uh, stout bloom name in his undies and starts putting Kasanti. <laughs> Willemo is all about the name change. <laughs> so, I'm doing Mil- so, Willemo's been you- waiting for this day. He really has. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We hope you join us next time we venture into Albastia. <laughs>